Joseph Scrimshaw. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw. In just a few moments, we'll be talking with our guest, Julia. But first, I'd like to tell you about something that I've been obsessed with for a very long time, and that is swearing. <laughs> now, I, I heard my parents swear plenty when I was a little kid, but when I really fell in love with swearing, was I, when I was in second grade in Catholic grade school. So a lot of the kids on the playground, when they were running around and chasing, had been actually swearing at one another, using pretty innocent swear words like bastard and dickhead. And you know, we had no idea what the swear words actually meant. We had no idea that bastard actually meant you know, a child who was born to unmarried parents. And we had no idea that dickhead meant someone so stupid that their head might as well be a penis. <laughs> we didn't know any of that. But the uh, nuns at the school were very concerned. So they came into each classroom. And they decided to whip out their metaphorical rulers and really smack out this swearing problem. And they asked us all to raise our hands and tell them all of the words we shouldn't say. And hands sprung up like nobody's business. And this chorus of innocent young voices shouted all of this filth. Asshole! Cocksucker! Son of a motherfucking bitch! Shithole! And they dutifully wrote every one of them on the board. So we would remember that these are bad words to say. We had been through this exact same exercise the day before, except for then it was the Ten Commandments. <laughs> and now it was shithole and cocksucker. It was great. We even got to conjugate verbs because we wanted to know if any possible verb conjugation of fuck was not bad. So we reviewed I fuck, you fuck, she fucks, they fuck, they have fucked, they will have fucked, they will have been fucking. They are all bad, it turns out. <laughs> so the nuns w walked us all through this, and it lodged in my mind not only knowledge of every swear word ever and all of the combinations you can make, but a great love of swearing itself. I'm sure if you were like doing a scan of my brain and I said cocksucker, the pleasure centers of my brain would just light up like a little Christmas tree. Just cocksucker. Christmas in my brain, <laughs> cocksucker, Christmas in my brain. And I really think swearing is one of the, the best things that our society has ever created because unless you're specifically doing it to be like hateful, it really doesn't hurt anyone, but it's still bad to do. And when you're like a scrawny guy, it's really fun to have something to do that's badass, but doesn't hurt anyone. And so, Motherfuckers, I would like you all to raise your glass in toast to fucking swearing. To fucking swearing! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Julia! Hello, Julia. Hello, Joseph. So, Julia, 
we have never met before. Is that correct? That is correct. You are a random audience volunteer. I couldn't be more random than Yes, that's right. Well, we'll see about that. So, Julia, mm -hmm. what, what brought you here to this show? My husband. It was his idea to come tonight. And what brought him? I think uh, he wanted something interesting, finally, to do with his wife on a cold winter's night. So here we are. <laughs> oh, that came out weird. Sorry. Came out fairly clear cut. <laughs> it was like the first sentence uh, of the description of a romance novel. Yeah. yeah. And so you're going to spice things up <laughs> with a podcast in a bowling alley. Oh, yeah. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. And, I mean, here, yeah, on stage. This is Really exciting. I know. Uh, so, Julia, so your obsession is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about Real uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'm so happy to be talking about it in front of a huge group of people. Um, first, let's. Uh, it is a little quasi-reality television show that is uh, given to us by the lovely network of Bravo and uh, chronicles the lives of certain sometimes bored, but I find rather interesting set of women who have far too much money and far too much time. Okay, yeah. so they're all, they're all real women. Uh, this is a reality show. Uh, all right, so they're in Beverly Hills. They have augmentations, but they, uh, <laughs> yes, they live and they breathe and such things. But <laughs> <laughs> so their bosoms are fake. But they're real human beings. Yes, they have feelings too. Yes. Okay, they have feelings too. Right. And do, are those augmented? <laughs> they seem to be on some uh, quite a few those. prescription drugs. Yes. So that I would I would say probably so. So what, what what's your husband's name? His name is Scott. Oh, <laughs> you're so excited about that. So chipper. I like him a lot. Uh, so how long have you been uh, married to Scott? Oh gosh, um, it'll be five years in May. Five years in May. And yeah. how long did you date before that? We dated. For seven years before that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Usually when you date that long and get married, it doesn't last. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Sing. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. So uh, so what what finally made you and Scott take the plunge? We wanted a really big party for our friends. And we were functionally married already. We liked each other lots, and we thought, gosh, it'd be fun to have a big party with all of our friends there. And there we did. So yeah. you decided the only way to throw a party for your friends. <laughs> and to make my father pay for it. And make your, OK, fair enough. Make your brother pay for it. Nice. So uh, obviously, the housewives of Beverly Hills, are they all married, or are some of them divorced? Some of them are divorced. OK. Yes. So how, how, long, how old is this show? How long have you been watching it? Oh, um, the, this part of the franchise, so it's a Real Housewives franchise. It started with women in Orange County, and now they've chronicled the lives of other women in various locales. But uh, Beverly Hills started, I think it was two years ago now. Yeah. So did you watch the other shows, though? Quite a few of the other ones, yeah. But you're obsessed with this one. This one in particular gets you, me. Okay. Yeah. So you hadn't been watching this show uh, what, so had you had you started watching any of the Real Housewives series before you yourself got married? Oh, good question. Yeah, I think so. I think the timing is no, no. I was married after. That's okay. right. Goodness, goodness. So, so did you use these shows at all to guide you into how to behave in a marriage? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You probably should ask my husband that question to see how bad my behavior was. But I. I think I try to look at it as an example of what not to do because they're <laughs> they're pretty insecure and kind of vile human beings in a lot of ways. 
So what, what night is this on television? Oh, it's you pick your night. It's it's crazy. Yeah. You pick your night. Oh, really. yeah. You call up uh -huh. like the concierge of Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills and say, I would like an episode of Crazy Women Sunday at 4. <laughs> exactly. It, it, yeah, the different franchises have different nights, and TiVo makes it all possible anyway. So it's great. Okay, when you're using sentences like TiVo makes it all possible, uh -huh. you do need a little bit more excitement in your marriage. <laughs> So, uh, so does your husband watch it with you? Oh God, no. Oh God, no. No. <laughs> Is he yeah. in the basement cleaning his guns? Or <laughs> that wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> it wasn't. I just thought maybe he's doing some more manly pursuits, like cleaning guns or masturbating. I you started this whole thing with Catholic school and swear words, and I think we've just kind of gone from there. But That's true. Uh, yeah. how, how do you yourself feel about swearing, by the way? I love it. Fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sailor. Awesome. Yeah, you wouldn't have guessed it, but yeah, I am. Yeah. I might have guessed it. Oh, yeah. fair enough. I, I can see it in your eyes. You. All the cocksuckers in your eyes. <laughs> Wait a second. No, that doesn't even make sense. It's a word. Jesus. Whew. So, uh... Okay, so your husband doesn't watch it with you. No. What, so how does he feel about you watching it? Is it's like my release. He likes it. I mean, so you get kind of like the little me time with the living room, and then he has we have a man cave, so that's where he goes. He goes to the man cave. Okay, and is the man is it literally beneath the living room? Where where physically is the man cave? It's actually the top floor of the house, so it's kind of the inverse, but we still call it the man okay. cave. And what what's in there? Do you know? <laughs> I only get there when I'm invited there, no. but uh, it actually, it's got the big TV, the sectional couch, and a, a putting green, which makes it particular. Oh, and a beer okay. fridge, the other thing, yeah. So There's lots to work with there. He's got a giant couch and a giant TV, uh -huh. and he's just kind of lounging up there by himself. <laughs> when I'm watching that show, yeah, that's, yep. That's does, he, does he have other men up to the man cave sometimes? Sometimes, yeah. When sporting events are on, that uh, happens often. And he, and he, he golf putts up there. He, he perfects his putting, yes. It's a ritual at night. So can you hear him obsessively putting away while yes. you're watching yeah. The Housewives? Sometimes I can. There's a little iPhone app that he has that he sticks on the putter in some way, and it goes ping every time he gets the shot right. So you have Kim Dickerel's way here, ping, all the time. It's really fascinating. Does he swear? Sweetie? He's not going to say. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, he swears. Okay. So is you're watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, yeah. you're listening for whether he's <laughs> saying fuck or getting a little ping. <laughs> After he cleans his guns, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is your favorite part of this show? You know, that's, uh, I kind of like it. They get into the mix with each other. They kind of... They fight about nothing, which makes it kind of interesting. And they all talk about being attacked and counterattacked, but it's really not about anything significant at all. So I kind of enjoy that little drama for the sake of itself. Do you ever have the desire to, to act out these kind of scenarios with your own female friends? Yeah, occasionally I, I think we would, just for fun. But yeah, that, that could get interesting, sure. So what kind of disagreements do you have that you could pick a, a Beverly Hills housewife fight over with your real friends. So you have to like have a real indignant sense of self all the time, but without any sort of real self-evaluation in the process. So I mean, <laughs> it So you have to be aware that you exist with no idea of who you are. Exactly. 
and when someone, when someone finally makes some sort of genuine observation about you, you have to get very angry about it, trying to turn the tables on them and attack like their shoes or something really superficial, but very hurtful to these women. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said that in such a perky manner. <laughs> really superficial, but very hurtful. I love this show. Oh, no. It's wonderful. Yeah. So, so what if, if you had to attack one of your friends for no reason, oh. what would you attack them about? Oh my gosh, that's really thoughtful. To I know, about. isn't it? I'm, very, I'm not that kind of, all right, fine. So, <laughs> I Fuck it. No, exactly, fuck it. So if I had to do it about somebody, oh my gosh, so this is awful, and oh, I'm glad she's not here, but I think a friend whose kid is so fucking annoying. He's awful, he's uh -huh. terrible. He's the worst kid I've ever met in my life. What does he do? just messes with everything and he's a little toucher he touches shit doesn't he he touches shit which i don't mind not at all but all of a sudden like we he was in our house and doing a thing that a 3 year old does is just touch everything which is great fine good touch all the shit you want just don't go into this door which was stupid of me to point out right cuz all that's all it really right, wants right. to do but you know we agreed that he was going to like i showed him what was behind the door and it's the door to our really scary basement with really steep stairs and i said this looks awful and terrible things happen down here and you know scare the <laughs> hell out of him right and he was like oh yeah i definitely don't want to go down there sure enough as we're like in the entrance way he piece of crap uh, it wanted to go back into the area near where the door was where his little boots were and he said okay mommy i want to go put on my boots myself how adorable is that fine so go put on your boots and he sure shit opens up the door, falls down the stairs, knocks his head. He's sitting there crying. I'm freaking out. She's freaking out. I'm trying to help her. I like try to grab him to help, and she says, "Don't touch my son." And I'm like, Ugh. "Oh." Did you go into the closet and make a video diary? <laughs> like the real world. Like I totally should have. Do they do that on the, the real housewives? Yeah, they have the cutaways and things like that, the where cutaways. they're really heavily made up in sort of a costume fashion. They go from like. Really? Being, There's like pelicans on their head and they're like. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, really heavy, heavy makeup that makes them look like, yeah, decades older than they are. It's, it's yeah, it's impressive. Okay, so, so let me try to, to summarize okay. uh, what. So you find, let's pause for the police sirens to go by. I'm sure they're coming for you. Probably. They know you're swearing on a podcast. Uh, so, so you find catharsis by watching these cruel, vicious, vain women attack one another in the way that, that you were too good of a person to do yourself. I will agree with the first part of that statement. <laughs> the second part, I, I may take issue with. I don't know if I'm too good of a person, but I appreciate that. So you just compliment. like the, the schadenfreude of, of oh, yeah. watching the crazy women. Schadenfreude is great. Okay. Yeah. Do you think there's any way that you could ever get your husband to watch and enjoy with you? Um, after a lot of alcohol, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were looking tonight for a spicy night, so <laughs> I suggest oh, that you get your husband really, really drunk, mm -hmm. and just to make it extra special, you go up to his man cave, and you watch Beverly Hills together <laughs> in his man cave, and then see if he pings successfully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to wrap up with some pompous questions. Are you ready? Ready. Hit me, Mr. Lipton. A sentence that's never been said before. Mm. <laughs> what is the loudest word you have ever said? 
Are you golfing? Yeah, my family golfs. <laughs> I was hoping for a swear word. Oh, I was. I thought about it, but I wasn't going to go there. All right. It felt too trite. I can edit podcasts. Want to do it again? <laughs> sure. What is the loudest word you have ever said? Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I believe that. Will you ever volunteer at a live event again? I'm having some serious second thoughts. <laughs> and finally, what is happiness? I can't use being with you. How about being in the man cave uninvited watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Ladies and gentlemen, Julia! Thank you. Obsessed. Obsessed. Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw.